So uh, welcome uh, to Proletarian Contrarian Podcast. We have uh, quite the special guest here today. Um, first time that we've done one of these shows ever, I think. Uh, first time we've done a straight-up interview. Um, I'd like to welcome Witch Kassayanand to uh, ProCon. Um, Witch, welcome. and Thank you very much for being here. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, um, which is the director of one of the movies we've done for just a regular episode in the past when we when we uh, in, when we reviewed Ballistic uh, X vs Sever, the 2002 uh, internet cult hit that um, is <laughs> widely known as one of the worst movies of all time. Um, we did not share that opinion. You should go listen to that episode. It's episode 50, I believe. Yeah. Big our, five our 50th oh. episode. It was like kind of the uh, the year mark of our yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, which, uh, got wind of our, of our episode through a friend of his, um, he listened to it. Um, he's a huge ProCon fan at this point. Um, <laughs> yes, I am. I, I really, I, I genuinely am. That's awesome. That's, um, it, it, one of the, the, truly the wildest thing to happen to this show, but, um, but yeah, we, we landed an interview. Um, so all that said, uh, how are you holding up under quarantine, which? <laughs> <laughs> Be- better than you guys, 100%. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> for some reason, you know, Thailand uh, was a second country where the virus hit outside of China, yeah. outside of Wuhan. It was, a, it was a, we, we were the first case outside of China. And to this day, we still have only had, um, I say only, but, you know, 58 deaths. Wow. And... For the yes. past 32 That's days something. now, including including today, for 32 days now, we've had zero cases of the virus. I saw that headline recently, and that that is, yes. it, it could not be more different than here in the states. Yeah. Like it, that it's, is, it's just it's, unimaginable. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a simple. It's as simple as this. There's only one reason, and you know, people are gonna listen. But it's when prior to the virus hitting. Um, we were already getting a lot of uh, bad air from China and everything, you know, pollution and because of the, the weather, the climate, um, this year was especially bad. Mm. So for like the past six months, um, everyone was wearing a mask. Not everyone, well, I didn't. Most people um, that were taking public transport or whatever would just be wearing these masks anyways just for right. the pollution. Gotcha. Right. So, when, so when the government um, 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 recommended everyone wear masks, you know, everybody just did automatically like everybody yeah. like even to this day like if you're going to go anywhere into a restaurant into a mall anywhere you have to wear a mask it's to the point where like i always forget i i, I wear them and like i leave in my car but like you know there's been three or four times i leave the car i walk and then i'm like and people are looking at me i'm like what's wrong and i'm like oh i'm not wearing masks. <laughs> Shit. you know so i gotta go back to the car and get the mask and and outside of that i, I don't see any difference from anywhere else it literally is just as simple as that. That's that's fascinating because I, I remember growing up as a kid, like I like the news media made a made a huge sensation about like SARS in China and stuff like that. And it, it seemed to me ever since then that masks were very much more of a cultural, just completely normal thing in yes. uh, in many other countries of the world. And just like I don't know, it, it that yeah, that, that makes sense. It's it's just such a such an established thing. It's it's like being polite on some level it's just like a normal function of going outside it really is like even in japan you know japan they they um they're they've been wearing masks for a long time and even for years now like when i i, I love going to japan but when someone has a cold and they leave their house yeah it's courtesy that they wear the mask 
You know, yeah. like they, they would absolutely 100% wear the mask. If you were on a subway and you had the sniffles and you weren't wearing a mask, people would look at you funny. You know, of like, why aren't you know? But it, it's, it's just common courtesy. <laughs> wow. and, and that's genuinely, that's what the mask is there for. The mask mm-hmm. is there not, like if I have the virus, you know, or if you had the virus and, and I was wearing a mask and you coughed on me or whatever, I still get it. Right. You know, but but if you wore a mask, you know, it's it, it's right. courtesy. It's it's just you know, like there's less chance. Sure. You know, and 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 I mean, literally, um, like I said, you know, we've gone over a month without any new cases. You know, that came from inside the country. All, all our cases are like Thai people returning, and you know, they check oh, them at sure. the airport, and then yeah. they go to quarantine. So you know, we get like one, four, five, you know, um, whatever. But the number is very. I mean. Where we where Bangkok has eight million people in it, and the country has sixty something million, mm-hmm. depending on the number. Some people say eighty, so let's call it seventy million. You know, and um, we we have fifty eight deaths, and we've 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 had you know three thousand something um, infected, and you know two thousand something already you know um, out of the hospital. I mean, like it's wow. it's a very that normal is... city now. Everything's <laughs> open. Now that we've gone through kind of the the climate that we are living in um <laughs> let's let's talk about the the halcyon days of the 90s uh when you were at emerson college which is also uh our alma mater uh nick and yes. i graduated in i think 2011 and 2012 yeah uh, you graduated a year earlier a year earlier and then so which you you graduated in 1996 is that correct yes yeah yes i did so can you tell us a little bit about your experience at emerson college <laughs> And for it those was, you don't um, know, it's in it's in Boston. It's a it's a small private college in in Boston that focuses on film, theater, communications, um, but it has a big like speech pathology uh, major as well nowadays. And writing. And writing, which is what Nick's major was. Yeah. <laughs> I um yeah um I, I I got a BFA in film and and, and then I had a, a minor in writing and I I couldn't do another semester to turn that minor into like a proper you know um. I, I actually loved it. Um, I thought it was um, it, it was a perfect um, college for me because uh, I, I wanted to be in Boston. Um, I had actually when I landed in America, I, I was actually um, in Amherst for the first year. And, oh wow! Um, um, yeah, um, 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 I went to I, I went UMass Amherst for the first semester. Um, nice. Well, let's not call it the first semester because um, so this is what happened. So so I, I, I landed. This is this is, this is 1991. And uh, my buddy from high school, my oldest friend, though, um, I've known him since I was seven. Uh, we came together. And um, so when we were registering for classes at UMass, it was like, all right, you know what we're going to do? We're, we're going to knock out all our classes in the morning. Mm-hmm. So like by, by 1130, <laughs> you know, like we'd, we'd be done. Right. We, 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 so we'd have the rest Damn. of the day. Yes. You can imagine what happened. Yes. And, and uh, <laughs> it didn't go well still. <laughs> So it was like, like, like basically, you know, I just withdrew because it was just, you know, after two weeks of like not waking up before 2 p.m. where like all the classes were, <laughs> you know, like the, I just, you know what, forget it. And, um, and, and basically um, um, took, took a gap year, you know, it's just like, forget gotcha. it, you know, like, I mean, like college life is not, you know, like I got to and, and, and when you're a freshman, there are a lot of classes you had to take. So they're like fixed times, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like yeah. that. And then, yeah, so, um. I, I, I never planned on staying at UMass Amherst. I was only there because my friends were there and, sure. and I wanted to go to film school. So I just said, forget it. And, and so it was, it was NYU and Emerson. 
And um, um, I went down during my, when, when I wasn't going to school anymore, because I, uh, I went down to NYU and um, that campus just freaked me out. <laughs> it, it was just, it literally, it was like, it was, you know, it's a great school. I have nothing against NYU, but in right. 1991, where their campus was, you know, yeah. and, and I arrived in the, and walking around and, you know, I, I've, I've seen the, all those movies, you know, like it just doesn't <laughs> John Watson movie waiting to happen, you know, like it was just like, and then, um, and then the class size too, because NYU is a massive school, like, like at, at UMass Amherst, um, I remember the first class, it was in an auditorium and there was like four TAs and 600 students. I forgot the class. It was, was some, some, you know, requ- you know, part of the curriculum, like, you know, but it was, it was a class everyone had. Now, I came from a school here in Thailand where the entire school had 900 kids, you know, grade one through 12. And then yeah. this one class had 600 students, you know, yep. and it was four TAs. And so I didn't want that, you know, and, and then, um, and then Emerson um, um, looked great. Campus was nice. You know, it was, it was, and, um, and, you know, they, I, they, um, I went to admissions, gave them everything and, and they practically, accepted me on the spot wow nice. you know kind of thing so um i think also because like i'm a foreign student so sure. and you yeah. know and, and, but it's a private college so everybody pays the same i don't know i don't know how that works but you know um yeah so um and and the college itself you know the teachers were great um the the students were fantastic you know like uh but you know the the i didn't really do much in school i read a lot of books and all i wanted was um the equipment Mm-hmm. You know, and okay. and um, so I spent a lot of time at Emerson, not going to classes, showing up, <laughs> doing my work. Awesome, yeah. And um, but I wouldn't like like um like I'd, I'd go I'd, I'd check out a Super 8 camera, uh, you know, or the Bolex or whatever, you know, and 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 use different stocks and 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 show up at dawn on, on the bank of the Charles River and just test. Explode different exposures, you know, different, yeah. you know, different stuff, yes. different stuff, and, and I did a lot of that, you know. And then, then you know, I had friends who, you know, I'd show up to take exams, you know, and and <laughs> and um, um, some teachers they were they were depending on the the professors you had too. A lot of them were cool, and and you know, you did the assignments and stuff. They didn't say anything, but um, there were a few classes where, um, not not a lot where you you had to goal that attendance was was right. you know i don't know what it's like <laughs> but back then you know and um and we just shot a lot of films and and i i, I met three or four people who i mean it was in film one class and and um um everyone was shooting uh, uh our, our first year I, I remember the assignments they were all black and white super yeah great footage you know and stuff mm-hmm. but then um i went out and bought um um color stock reverse you know like for super eight sure and and i did mine in color you know and and and, and, and um and then there were three or four other kids in that same class who who liked what i did and and we just kind of like stuck together for the rest of the the school years yeah. you know oh, sure. you know like dana this guy dana juliana i met him and uh, all he wanted to do was be a dp i wanted to direct you know and there's this other kid from miami named johnny all he wanted to do was be an operator focus puller Gotcha. You know, like, and, and this is, this is, you know, like, we're talking like first year film school, right? And, and so the first time I hooked up with these guys, and we went to shoot something. And, and I have no experience professionally. And, you know, everything <laughs> I've done, I've done by myself. So like Johnny comes out, you know, and, and he's got, you know, he's, he's got the changing tent. 
and you know, like we set up yeah. the, the shot, and then he's like, he takes out the tape measure and he's measuring, you know, focus. <laughs> yes. And I'm looking at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what are you <laughs> he's like, this? focus. You know, and, he's just, and he's like, focus. And I was like, but you just look through the eyepiece, <laughs> you know, like, I had, but, but that was lucky, you know, because it's like, you know, you're, you're, you know, I'm an 18 year old kid, you know, like, and, and I'd never. Like, I had no concept of this, you know, like, because it's like, to me, focus, whether it was camera, you know, like, like, like a, a Pentax, or, you know, it was all like you adjusted yeah. the focus by looking through the eyepiece and then adjusting the focus ring, you know, and it, like, it, even though I was reading about, about, about photography and everything, I never visualized the distance, the focal length was actual, like, you know, five feet, 10 feet. Yeah. you know it was it was always like numbers like okay like you would see like you know 15 the marking would say like 15 whatever but i i mm -hmm. never translated that into my head as it was actually measure out 15 feet yeah you know <laughs> and, and I'd, I'd, I'd been i'd been i'd been you know i, I had a, a nice camera since i was like 14 you know like i've been taking you know photography classes you know i could develop my own film and everything but but this simple act of like a tape measure you know like so that was that. So I learned a lot from Emerson, but it was all from other people, you know. And and, right. and like I said, these these guys, you know, like Johnny Dana. Um, I had another guy, um, uh, João, who was from Portugal, mm -hmm. and he liked being an, an AD, assistant director, mm -hmm. you know. And and like, and I had no concept what an assistant director was, but you know, he did. Like he knew, like you know, for some <laughs> reason, there, there was this French guy who wanted to be a producer. You know, and we were all in the same class. That's perfect. But they all yeah. wanted to do different things. And I and I went in, you're going to these films and you're thinking like, oh, everybody wants to, you know, be a director, you know, like cinematographer or whatever, you know. So but 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 I mean I guess I got lucky and we just did a bunch of movies together and, and kind of and, 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 and through working together learned a lot. You know, like and and, and it was all practical and, and it all led up to Dana and I uh, last year, we just um, um, we we enrolled, applied to do the the BFA program. You know, like the sure, that, right. like one whole, and and I think it was just us and and this other guy who was finishing it up, and um, and and so we did a short. Um, um, you know, I think we spent like thirty grand on it or whatever, and and it was like hired. You know, we had like proper people, and 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 it was, we tried to do it. And and I remember like in the in the initial classes, um, this other guy who was who, who was graduating already and was just finishing up his BFA project. Um, uh, I remember the first class. I was just watching his his footage, and he, he I think he was from like Iowa, or, you know, somewhere. You know, he was uh, out in the farms and he was just shooting these like 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 footage of like barns and trees and farmyard, you know, and it was like. <laughs> It had nothing. It was just, and I was sitting there going, oh, this is what, like, what, what the fuck are we watching? Like, this, this <laughs> shit sucks. Like, I'm like, why are you, you know, why are you even here? Because, like, Dan and I have been working on this script about, like, this musician who's, who's going to fall in love with this girl he meets. And, you know, he, you know, it was all just, like, you know, like, like a narrative, right? And we're thinking, right. like, what the hell? And then I remember um, 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 at the end of the semester, because when, when the, you know, we were prepping ours and then we were going to shoot it later. So he had finished his, you know, so after a few weeks, he, and then um, he showed it to us. So there was just um, the three of us and the professor and his final finished product. It was the same images, you know, but they was cut together. 
tractor with music and sound design. So it'd be like, you'd, you'd be out in this farm and you see this tractor, just mm-hmm. nothing, but, but he'd, he'd, he'd put in like um, 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 whale songs from the humpback whale of humpback oh, wow. whales, you know, yeah. this haunting music nice. to this. Dude, it was life-changing. I was like, <laughs> I sat there and I was like, holy fuck, like this is like the Amazing. best thing I've ever seen any student do, you know, like to look at that footage and yeah. to see yeah. the finished product. Cause no, at no time at Emerson did any professor talk to us about like what it was. You know, like what what filmmaking was like. You know, you learned the theories and then you went and did it. You know, and 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 theory is theory, but like sound and music, they all talk about how important it is. Record sound, and they teach you how to like you know edit sound and picture and all that stuff, right? But it's never like like this guy that I I saw like sound design and music was just like I never paid attention to it before. You know, and and then like to see that come together, to see that, I mean. So when people ask me about Emerson, I think it's terrific. It, it provided a great um, uh, learning place, you know, to meet people, to, to get, get a lot. But I always felt it was like, if you didn't go out to make the friends, right. you know, if you didn't go out yeah. to do all these things, then it would have been a pretty bad experience. And actually, kind of going on from your time at Emerson, um, your first feature-length film was Fa, I believe, which came out in 1998. After I, I, I got done with school, I, I did um, get um, one or two job offers, mm. you know, but um, but in L.A., but they were always going to be, like, um, working at, like, um, X houses. But then I was, like, looking at it, I thought long and hard about it, and I was like, if I go that route, it's going to take me forever mm. to get to yeah. where I want, and I may not even get that break. You know, right. um, you know, this is I'm, I'm not American. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely Asian, you know, and and going out to L.A., you know, I just I just didn't know how my career potential would, would look, you know, like start and starting at the very bottom. So and then I was like, you know what? But if I go home, if I come to Thailand and, and I'd never lived in Thailand. Um, my, as you guys had mentioned in your podcast, my father was a diplomat. So, right. you know, right. from right. the time I could remember, you know, I was in Russia, I was in Denmark, I was in Pakistan, you know, so, so I, I'd never lived in Thailand. So, but I was like, I'm very sure, you know, now that I have my degree, I've done like, you know, 30 shorts, you know, that, you know, and, and one 30 minute movie, you know, and, and um, I've got my degree. Um, if I go to Thailand, and using all of this and everything, I'm probably going to get a better chance at directing a movie right away or sooner. So I did. That's what I did. I came back to Thailand. And um, after about six months, um, I met someone who knew um, a woman who owned um, a production company that was making these um, Thai TV series. You know, they're, they're, they're called Lacan, but they're like a they're like Telemundo soap operas, sure. you know, like, you know, America, nice. you know, that kind of. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, it, it was a very successful company and it was working with Channel 3, who, which is like the NBC of Thailand. Okay. You know, okay. so there's like, you know, NBC, CBS, but they were by number. So Channel 3, Channel 7, 5, 9, you know, um, were sort of our like ABC, CB, you know, CBS kind of stuff. And um, um, so I got a chance to meet her. So when I met her, she was like, um, what do you want to do? I'd, I'd written the script and I'd prepared a budget and I did like 
you know, 10 pages of like stick figure storyboards because I can't draw more shit. <laughs> and, uh, so, and I had my box of my 31 movies. So I was nice. like, this is a script, this is a budget, and this is what I've done in college. Nice. And um, a month later, she called and said, all right, I'll do it. We'll make, you know, uh, I'll make my first movie with you. And, and that's how it came about. Had nothing to do with my father being an ambassador. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was re-listening our episode, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I said that, and he listened to this. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, "I don't, I don't expect anybody to listen to these damn podcasts." <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that that's that's really cool. That's um, that's a very inspiring. Like, just kind of, you knew what you wanted, and you went for it. And um, what what's fascinating about Fa to me in particular is. I don't know if this is true anymore, and I, in my my brief research that I did, couldn't confirm this. Um, but at least at the time, it, it was like the most expensive production in Thai film history, I believe. Uh, it was almost a million dollars. The dollar was like twenty four baht. You know, it's higher today, but um, at the time, so it was it was just under it was just under a million dollars. But here's the thing: Thai cinema was dying. They were um, in the, uh, when when I was doing it. Um, the year that our movie came out, I think there was only twelve movies released in the theaters. You know, so so and the budgets were lower; they were okay. half that. So, um, um, and because this was like you know, um, it's Thailand, so and it was NBC, so the, the NBC equivalent of Thailand. So when they were releasing it, we had two of the biggest actors in Thailand at the time, and also the young, um, a young kid, um, Don who was just uh, becoming famous, you know, and, and he's a little younger than me, but he was like uh, this Taekwondo expert, you know, he had been to the, uh, he was on the track team, you know, he was famous, you know, he was popular. This was before social media, but um, he, he's an American Thai, so a good looking guy, you know, young. And so like, he was like the up and coming celebrity guy. So like in terms of casting, I, I had like, again, like two of these old schools, the equivalent of, of, of basically a De Niro and Pacino of Thailand. Okay. You know? nice. So they, they put a lot of um, marketing behind the movie. They added like all, all the PR and marketing and everything. I mean, they, they marketed the fuck out of this movie. It right. was like in December of 1998, the month the movie came out, me as a filmmaker, I was 25 years old. I'll never forget this. Like, <sighs> like I, I was on the, the they put me on the cover of, of six different magazines. Damn. And and, Damn. and and for Thailand, you know, which was very like um, uh, celebrity oriented, it was always like the stars of the movie. But because I was so young, you know, and 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 Thai, and and they marketed me as like this American Thai. I have no American blood in me, but um, <laughs> like, because I don't, you know, I, I speak English the way I do, and and you know, I, I can't really you know write Thai. I can read it, you know, I can speak it fine fluently, you know, but um. So they, 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 this, you know, their whole marketing, you know, was sort of like, you're going to push this like young kid instead, which was, gotcha. I didn't agree with it, but, you know, and then like I had to go on all these different talk shows and everything. And, and that created like, I, I guess a lot of resentment even then, you know, because I, I know for a fact that a lot of the Thai filmmakers, the older guys, they didn't like me at all just because, oh, you know, like, because wow. cause they weren't, like, their budgets were being cut, and, you know, in a year where you're down to making, like, eight to ten movies a year, you know, like, this kid comes from the States, and, you know, like, and, and I'm, I'm getting this. And I didn't help my cause, because, like, um, like uh, um, timeline is also, it's Asian, so it's, it's also very traditional. So, like, I, I meet, like, a, a respected filmmaker who's older, you know, and 
and I, I, I always respect and I'm always really nice to everybody, but to a point. Like, so if I meet someone in Thailand back then, especially, it was like, if they're older, they know more than you. They're always right. And, and I wasn't having any of that shit. So like <laughs> when I, I would meet these guys, older guys or whatever, you know, and, you know, it's like a, 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 a true story. Like, you know, met a guy, he'd done a lot of action movies. His movies sucked. I'm not saying mine's any better, but I, I watch his movies. They suck. And, you know, and um, the first thing he says to me is like, you know, all, the other day I was driving um, um, near the expressway. You know, we have a, a and, and we were shooting. We closed it off on up top and, and we we're blowing things up, but up top. And he was driving by, you know, below. And he's like, he heard this explosion and it scared him. And it's like, you know, it's really like reckless, you know, not to warn people, you know. <laughs> and I was like two weeks ago your cameraman and your dp broke their arm and their leg because you were shooting a scene and your truck flipped over they almost died Shit, so what the fuck are you talking about no one's gone hurt in my you know like is this <laughs> that is wild they don't like me <laughs> oh my God. but but that's that was that was the industry yeah, yeah. you know and and it it it, it um um you know, when the movie came out and everything, and, and uh, um, um, it did really well. But, um, but there was just so much of this, like, other shit that was going on. And, and I just said, you know, um, the, the Channel 3, um, the studio that I, I, I did, uh, was working for, um, you know, they, um, they wanted me to do, um, sign a three-picture deal with them. Wow. And, and they actually announced it before I signed it and, <laughs> and, and signed anything, you know. And then, um, and, and then I refused to. I said, I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not going to sign. Yeah. And then they said, like, you know, um, I, I have to sign. And I was like, why? And I was like, because, you know, the, the president, the guy, you know, he's already announced it. I'm like, that's not my fucking problem, you know? And then, so like, it, it, it was, it was, it was difficult. So I was just like, you know what, fuck this. I'm, I'm just going to go to LA. And uh, I, I, my whole plan was, I have my movie now, my feature film. Right. And I'm like, right. you know what? I'm very sure that I'm going to be able to walk into UCLA or USC and be able to get into their master's program with this. That was my only goal. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, that's all I wanted to do. And, 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 and I went and uh, um, um, there was a guy who came to Thailand uh, before I went and uh, his name is Philip Tan. Um, he, he, he was a fight call on, on ballistic, but I met him through yeah, a mutual sure. friend here in Thailand. And he's like, um, if you ever come out to LA to give me a call, so when I got out to LA, uh, I called him, and um, and uh, uh, he uh, first thing he told me to do was uh, go down to uh, uh, the Valley, this this video store, and I, I bought one copy of Fla uh, on VHS, one VHS tape. <laughs> awesome. And uh, uh, um, and and from that one VHS tape, I um, I, I I made twenty copies. And I gave it to Philip Tan, and we became good friends. And he gave it out to a bunch of different people. And uh, um, um, literally within weeks, I was sitting in Santa Monica with with a producer named Douglas Blake, who was still a good friend of mine. And he had got me um, to meet with the president of Cinetel, uh, who had their offices out in Santa. Monica. And they they were at the time were making these straight to video movies. That were like five, seven million dollar movies with you know these sure. these 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 film level stars and stuff. And uh, in that meeting, he was um, he offered me a movie, 
and yeah. I don't remember the script. I, I got the script. Now it was an action movie. <laughs> had like a list of actors that that you know you know would go through this list. You know, at this budget, these are the you know, we got to get one of these. Did I thought I was like, I you know I was like you know fucking pig and shit. It was like wow, yeah. you know, like it was like you know this this was like. This was like the pinnacle, you know, like, oh, like oh, yeah. I'm 20, 27 years old, like I'm going to make this $5 million movie, like, <laughs> you know, you know, like people I like, you know, like Kevin Sorbo, holy shit, you know, like he's you yeah. know, like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being genuine, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it, it, it was, it was so exciting, you know, and then, um, but then soon after that, um, through Philip Penn, you know, um, um, he, um, Chris Lee had seen the movie, one of the, he was one of the 20 tapes that went out, you know, one of them went to, to, to Chris Lee. And Chris, you know, had, had used to run TriStar. And, uh, you know, he just, you know, uh, uh, now he had, a, he had a production deal on the Sony lot. And uh, he liked the movie. Um, uh, we met, he liked me. And then uh, he, uh, one of the first things he said to do, and, and I never understood it, but I mean, man is a genius. That's why he ran a studio, I guess. You know, like, he's like, you got to take this movie, you got to cut it down. You gotta cut like not a trailer, but like a like a like a reel, three minutes. Gotcha. You know, like do, do do like a three minute thing. And I didn't know how to do that, but um, Chris um was also talking. You know, he was he was looking at at other filmmakers, particularly um to his credit. You know, he's like Asian filmmakers. He wanted to build a staple of them. And one of the guys that he knew um was talking to was Joseph Kahn, who's like this you know preeminent. And you know, uh, music video director back then, and to, yeah, yeah. still to this day, Joseph Kahn. You know, and um, um, uh, you made uh, Torque, um, right? Is that his one of his Torque. feature films? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Torque. <laughs> nice. So um, Joseph, um, I was working with Chris, and I met with Joseph, and I really, you know, to this day, you know, he was just he. Joseph was in Thailand last year, and I, you know, I, I you know, like um, I consider him a good friend, but back then, he watched the movie. Fly. He liked it. We talked about. You know, because I was operating my own camera, you know, I mean, like I, I basically shot the movie, um, 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 didn't credit myself for it. But um, so we talked about all of that. And, and so he gave me his editor. He gave it the movie to his editor and his, you know, to, so his editor would, would cut it down to a three minute thing. And it wow. was uh, and he did. And then he, he, he put it to an Ice Cube song. I don't even like it, it. It was a lot of like you know, a lot of cursing, a lot of killing, a lot, and it was all these action. And dude, I mean, that that three minute reel with the Ice Cube song—I forget the name of it—made my career in Hollywood. Wow! Like that that went out. <laughs> I, I got so many meetings, agents, you know, who are you know, like it, it, it changed everything, and it was brilliant because like. Because I guess the, the 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 movie they saw, which is this Asian, and plus you know, every time I, I went to meeting, um, took meetings, it was it was always there was always two things that were always going to happen, and it it rarely failed. When it was the first meeting, it was because because of the name Chaos Coop, my agent, you know, like just yes. keep chaos, you know, because I had I'd done it <laughs> when I was twenty five for my first movie for fun. It was a Thai movie, I you know directed by chaos, you know, like it was. <laughs> It, and I did it as like I always told Dana, the guy who named me Chaos, you know, like who gave me that in, that I would do it for my first movie. And then when I get to Hollywood, they're like, just keep it. And I was like, no, man, like it's, it's gonna be bad. Like, no, just keep it. It's cool. So, so I did. So it was the name Chaos. And like I remember in all the meetings, it was they all the everyone thought 
I would, I would get this comment all the time. Like before they met me, my family was like, oh, you're not black, you're Asian. Like, <laughs> like they all thought I was because of the Ice Cube song and the name. Too, right? the chaos. Oh they, they, they would always, they just automatically assumed like, you know, I was, I was black. And, and then the second thing was when, when it was like, you, you, you're, you, you, you speak English. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but, but that was like, it always came up in every meeting. Someone would, someone would mention like, like you're, your English is really good. You know, I was like, I'd be like, yeah, you know, like, okay. Like that. I, thought, I always thought that was weird. Like that explicitly too, they would just say that to your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, like, you know, because they, they would always like, you know, um, say that, um, uh, you know, when they'd see me, they're like, they were, they were genuinely surprised that I was Asian. Right. And, and <laughs> they, they just thought I would, I don't even know why. But they would tell me, you know, like, like because of the name chaos, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, how is that African American? Like, how, how? <laughs> but, but the I song, mean, the real, was right. it was an ice cube. So I, I, I it's think still, <laughs> they thought you were a rapper. They thought like that was your song. They probably didn't even know yeah. who Ice Cube was. Half yes. the people you met with. <laughs> okay, man, you're, but you're, it was, the pizza great. <laughs> but it was, um, it is, it is an unbelievable year. Just like you know, and and uh, you know, I, I mean, I, after I met Chris, soon after, it, I I did like get to um, uh, 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 sign with ICM Robert Newman, who is you know one of the best um, dire- uh, agents for directors. You know, he he represents Robert New um, Rodriguez and all these other people, and and it was brilliant, you know. And and I never knew what an agent was, never, right? Yeah. You know, and and Chris was always like, you you gotta. You got to get an agent. He, he was very adamant in that, you know, that was the next step. And and um, and then um, when I got the agent, within 24 hours, I knew why having an agent was so important. Yeah. Because literally, you know, after I met with Robert Dubin and he agreed to sign me, um, the very next day he called me and he had set up a meeting for me and Mike DeLuca, who was the president of New Line at the time. And um, and 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 I, I met with Mike DeLuca. And uh, he'd seen he'd seen fire. He really liked it, and um, he gave me my first job. He signed me on the spot um, to do a remake of uh, Full Contact, which was a, a Ringo Land movie, and that was my that was my first job. And and then Michael Luca, you know, wanted to push me on other, you know, the first real studio meeting I had for a movie was um, Blade Two. Damn! I was set up. That was set up okay. by 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 Mike DeLuca, and um, 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 they were looking for a director, and um, 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 uh, going to the meeting. Like again, this was like brand new to me. Like you yeah. know, like I'd never <laughs> done. Like you know, like I you know, like and and you know, I prepared, and and it was just basically um, a version of of uh, come up with a take. You know, like like how I see they had a script, but it was like more. You know, uh, David um, um, Goyer had had written a script, and um, right, and and I was supposed to to pitch my and David was in the room as well. I actually met David in the parking lot um, uh, as I was coming out with Chris, and uh, 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 he almost ran me over with his Range Rover. But you know, you <laughs> know sounds, but it, yep. we we laughed about surprising. it. So you know, <laughs> he, you know, look. I didn't really know who he was at the time, sure. you know, and, and he was nowhere near who he is today. Right. But I have to say, like, you know, he was super smart in the room, you know, and, 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 and uh, you know, really, you know, didn't talk a lot because it was, you know, at the time he, he was a guy who wrote the script. Right. 
you know, Blade too. You know, he 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 wasn't David today. You know, and and um, and the meeting was run by the executives at New Line, and um, um, I remember my pitch. I I still want to see that movie, and my whole pitch was um, um, you know, if you take this and and uh, the world of Blade, and uh, you know, you know, Stephen Norrington, you know, had done such a great job with the first one, oh, yeah. and I just saw like you know, ir- irrespective of what the story was, you know, how you framed it, but. Yeah. I, I wanted I wanted to take Blade into an Asian world. And I was like, you know, because he's a vampire already, I was like, you know, why don't we set it up where like the whole mythology of Yakuza's, you know, yes. they're, they're like these evil vampires, you know, that were Asian and that, you know, they ran the world and today they exist as, as like what, what we call the Yakuza. They are actually, you know, like these, these, these Asian vampires and then like where all these scenes that we could do, I was like, you, we could do, you know, we could, you know, bring these Hong Kong people and, and right. do all this cool wire work. Yeah. Because, you know, like, like I grew up on these, like the movies and TV serials out of Hong Kong where people yeah, were sure. flying everywhere, you know, and the closest thing that Hollywood ever done to that was um, Big Trouble with Little China. Which <laughs> is amazing, you know, yes. like where they're flying <laughs> around, you know, but, but I was like, and, and I said that, like, you know, but that on, on a bigger scale, you know, oh, for, sure. for, for, for like Blade 2 and everything. And um, so, you know, I, I did my whole pitch. It was longer than this, you know, where, you know, and that kind of stuff. And then uh, I remember exactly the moment where I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'll never, like, this, I'll never get a studio room because, like, I don't <laughs> understand because everyone was quiet. They all thought, thought about it. And the first person to break the silence um, said, so you mean you want to make Rush Hour? What? And I was just like, what? I didn't, I didn't know where to go. Like, I didn't know how oh, to God. respond to how that. You can say like, that. That's... John Wu, John Wu, who's an idol of mine, and 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 I did get to meet twice. Um, the first time was at a. Uh, the premiere of uh, Mission Impossible too. That was oh hell yeah, like that. Oh. I was, I was sorry, but you know, but um, I have a lot of great memories from from Hollywood. A lot, a, a few bad ones, but a lot of great memories too. But uh, <laughs> um, it, it's it's just like you know, um, I I can talk about it and, and laugh about it now. You know, all these years sure. later, you know, and I still have a lot of friends there who who have done really really well. You know, um um um, if you talk about ballistic, you know, um. Um, the studio had a had a, a, a writer that they were bought in, you know, after Alan Alan McElroy, a terrific writer, really good guy, um, who's now like I think um, one of the writers on Star Trek or something, you know. Um, but they bought in this writer um, who I really liked, and and you know he had written this other script that I read called The Rig, um, Peter Lenkov, you know. And and if you look at Peter Lenkov today, I mean he's you know, Hawaii Five O, Magnum PI, MacGyver, right. they're all his right. shows. You know, like you know, and stuff. But um, so, um, I, I was able to 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 work with a lot of really really talented, really really good people, and get to meet them, you know, before they, you know, you know, they're giants today, you know, and then then and and then and then yeah, and uh, I don't know what that says about me though. Hmm. It just took a depressing turn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess keeping in that, um, keeping in that vein, because like right around <laughs> this point of your career is when Ballistic happened. Um, that was your your first American film. Um, 
how do you feel about ballistic now? <laughs> I, I, not, nothing has changed. Um, I went into that um, very, um, uh, I mean, ballistic, um, it, it was called X versus Sever, and the studio, the producers, everyone never liked the name. Right. And they always were going to change it to something else. And I was the one who, who came up with ballistic. I said, if you're going to call it something else, call it ballistic. And mm -hmm. I only came up with ballistic because, believe it or not, and, and anyone who's seen the movie is going to laugh when they hear this, because, and, <laughs> I, and I know why, too. The reference for that movie for me was always Bullet. Right. Okay. And we right. couldn't, which was a Warner Brothers movie, and I couldn't get the, I couldn't call it Bullet. You know, so I was yes. like, you know, so I came with the next closest thing that I could come up with was ballistic. <laughs> now, my intention oh, yeah. was never for them to take ballistic and X versus Sever. Right. I would always wanted it to be just ballistic. Just ballistic. X versus Sever was the original title, which I loved. Right. You right. know, like me growing up on Spy versus Spy, reading, you sure. know, like I was like, it was a perfect title. Yeah, yeah, and and but and 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 when I got the script from Alan McElroy, it was a very different movie. Right. And the first two people, as soon as I read the script, I was like, I want to make this movie. Chris gave me the script. It came in through his office. Chris gave me the script, and um, the first thing that they asked me, you know, like that my agent, every anyone who asked me who I saw, my answer was always the same: Jean Reno and Chow Yun Fat. Yes. I wanted to put the killer nice. versus the professional. Yes. That yeah. would be that would, that, <laughs> something. <laughs> that was the only version of the movie. And for six months, that's all I wanted to do. Yeah. Like everywhere we went to pitch it, you know, um, I met with Alan who owned the script. And at the time, I believe it was Joel Silver who wanted to option it. Mm -hmm. But Alan gave us the free option because he liked me. He watched my movie. He liked me. He liked what I wanted to do. So he gave us the option. So we were shopping it around. And everywhere I went, it was when, when I had these meetings, it was like Chow Yun Fai and Jean Reno. And I couldn't oh, see anyone else. It was like, I was like, you know, and then when Franchise decided they were going to do it and agreed to do it, then it was like, but the caveat was they have to, it can't be Chow Yun Fai and Jean Reno. It can't, you know, like no one would watch that, you know, like it, it can't be. Are you kidding so me? That, that, no one would touch that. <laughs> That's crazy. It's, so why though why why did they say no one would watch that i mean obviously leon the professional no. was a smash hit and chow and fat films i guess by that time had he made anything in america by that time he had he had and they weren't you know they weren't like these box office you know right, right? like he had done the replacement killers for sure you know oh, i think sure, he'd sure. already done yeah. i think he'd already done the corrupter as well yeah, you know, and those I don't, weren't, I don't, those weren't big yeah, by any means. No, and and um and then he wanted to and then um when so franchise so it was it was Chris and and Ely and his people who who kind of drove the casting of it mm -hmm. for for the for the next you know the next stages and um the very first pairing they got which I kind of liked mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie and 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 I did go meet with both of them and I had a terrific time with both of them was um. Because they were shooting a movie with Stallone, it was uh, it was Sylvester Stallone and uh, Vin Diesel. Oh my God! <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> no joke. Wow. No, like hand on heart, that was the very yeah. first incarnation of it with franchise pictures. And I met with Stallone. We had breakfast together, um, um, and it was it was my first breakfast, just him and I, with with like uh, like someone I considered like uh, a true star, you know. Yeah. And and yeah. I'll never forget. In the middle of the breakfast, I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry. 
um, but you know, I know it's completely unprofessional, but I, I just can't believe I'm sitting here having breakfast with <laughs> that border. <laughs> oh, I, I like my eggs over easy. <laughs> he's so smart. He's yeah, yeah. so like he, he talks the way he does, but you know, he's 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 actually super like eloquent when you like when you get used to the accent, you know, like when he talks about stuff, he's he he it, it was amazing it, it was me and he was in he you know oh, after right. the breakfast he had told Ely, all right he's gonna do this movie you know i'm directing it and then you know i went to make me with Vin, and uh you know i think we both smoked two packs of cigarettes in that meeting and, you know, <laughs> like it was it was talked about movies you know like again like you know like Vin was just you know um his career was just taken off and Right. And I walked away from it like, oh, it's going to be such a badass movie. You know, it, you know, like you're taking like yes. Stallone, you know, this icon. And then like this guy who's, you know, supposed to be the next Stallone. Yeah, this up and down. Uh, and, and, and it would have been brilliant, you know. And then um, I think while they were shooting Drive or something um, together, Ely and Stallone, or was it Get Carter? I don't know which one, but uh, oh, Get Carter, had a falling yeah. out. They had a falling Carter. out. Driven. I think they were doing Driven. It was one of those at the okay. time. Yeah. And, um, um, and again, so then one day I just get a call and like, you know, all right, so he doesn't want Stallone anymore, you know, <laughs> you know, so it's like, okay. Come on, man. A, <laughs> oh my God. So we went through so many versions of this, like oh. why we get, you know, as I, as I, until finally, um, um, I sat down, um, got to meet Antonio and, uh, at his house and, uh, you know, I mean, it was, uh, uh he, he agreed to do it. And, and during the meeting with Antonio, you know, it, it was um, um, uh, talk. He, you know, we talked about like, because I've been on the on thinking about this for so long. Um, um, but it's like, you know, what what if, you know, what what if it wasn't a guy? What if it was ever a girl? You know, right. and and my initial shot thought was someone like you know Michelle Yeoh, yeah. you know whatever yeah. you know. And then um, um, Antonio was the one to suggest Lucy because he'd just done a movie with Lucy. You know, and and uh, um, and that's how that came about. And then after the, we had the actors was when um, the scripts was changed. Not because I wanted to change. I wanted I wanted to be a female without changing the script. Sure. And the script wasn't changed to address the female aspect of it. The script was changed because all of a sudden everybody felt, except for me, felt that there had to be a ticking clock. Because the, the original draft was right. never about a ticking clock. The image of the original draft, the whole reason why everything happens is because Gant um, kidnaps um, um, X's son. I mean, not get, yeah, I mean, uh, Gant, uh, Sever kidnaps the son. And um, Sever has the son, this eight-year-old boy, you know, and the whole movie, he's sitting in this glass box that's sitting on um, 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 like four kilos of C4. Jeez. You know, in the warehouse, and it's yes. this kid who's just in this, in this glass box with holes in it. You know, and and this, and, and <laughs> that was a whole movie, like mm -hmm. that. You know, like this image, and, and it was all personal. Sure. You know, like it was personal for Gan, for Sever, for it was all personal. Right. There was no, no nanotechnology, micro machine. You know, yeah. yeah that goes, so, <laughs> so 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 that was a studio note, right? sure. stuff, which 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 Peter. Yeah, it, the student note was even worse. It was like some microchip, microfilm bullshit, you know, like nineteen forty <laughs> Germany, you know. And 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 Peter, you know, um, you know, he came up with that 
how to make it work, which I was, I, I, I hated it, but I didn't hate it because of what Peter had done. I just hated right. the idea of it. Right. I hated it so much. And that taught me a very valuable lesson. I hated it so much that, but I knew I had to do it. When, 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 when the visual effects people came over to show me this nanobot, and it looked like the dumbest frog, just like poking this <laughs> shit, you know? I was just like, fuck it, it's brilliant. We're just going to use that. Yeah. Which I shouldn't have done. Yes. Because like, you know, like I, I forgot, I forgot that like, okay, you know, like I shouldn't have made it personal. And, and I did, because at that moment, I didn't even try. They showed me the very first thing they showed me. And it was right. like, and, and it was not their fault because they, you know, what the fuck do these nanobots look like, right? So they, I'm sure it was yeah. like, I'm sure these people were like worked hard at it. I was like, okay, we're just going to show this to, to this guy and give it a guide. And then he can like tell us what he wants, you know, and stuff. And then right. I saw it and I was just so over this fucking nanobot bullshit. <laughs> the first thing I saw, I was just like, all right, we're good. And that's what they ended up in the movie. Yes. And to this day, people. <laughs> so I don't. When people are like, "What the fuck is that?" I totally get it, and you know, and, sure. and that's one of those things where I'm like, I would have done that differently. I would have done that differently. I would have been more. But yeah. yeah, so um, so yeah, so so you know, the the heart of the movie, you know, for me was was different, and but I still saw it as like. It was aside from the action, everything else we shot was very, was single camera. You know, it was very like you know um, Julio Macad was a DP was fantastic and it was very um, atmospheric. You know, it, 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 I mean, and, and and I grew up and I, I still have I you know I, I genuinely have like thousands of graphic novels, and I wanted to make my oh, yes. first movie nice. like a graphic novel. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, like like. X's opening scene and Sever's opening scene are not in the movie. Like when you guys talked Damn. about on your podcast, you know, how like, you know, I come up from the from the water, you know, yeah. come up to oh, a yeah. coat and stuff. There's a whole there there are two scenes before that. You know, wow. I mean, it's like when you first see X, and this is something Alan had done, but you know, like like we created this, like it, it was it, I, I love this scene that no one's seen. It's he, 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 these four men go into like this like library looking like you know three-story old wooden house you know in Vancouver and and um it's raining really hard and there's this accountant sitting there and these four guys you know they're going to collect money on him they're, they're, they're going to beat the shit out of him and 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 you know all of a sudden in the dark corner of the room you know Antonio lights a, a match and he's like oh, oh, yeah. you see his face <laughs> you know and they're like what the fuck is this guy you know and then he comes out and he and you think he's going to take them out or whatever, but he doesn't. And, and what he and this is again, Alan came up with all of this. And I, and I thought it was really good is that he's there to take the beating for this guy. He's not there to stop God, these four damn. guys, you know, and like and they're like, what the fuck? And he's saying, you know, he's talking about guilt and what guilt does to yeah. a man, you know, and everything. And he's all beat up about it, you know, and this accountant is still like can't believe that this is happening you know like yeah. like this guy is like paying him you know he, antonio actually pays this guy to take the beating for him you know and, and you learn that because when they when they beat the fuck out of him and they leave you know he gets up and pays the man for they you know that's how fucked up he is you know yeah, and then yeah. he walks out damn, damn. you know when, when he walks out into the rain he um he he likes another cigarette and and then like we we shoot it and and, and got you know julio did a brilliant job because like it's that night, it's like this heavy downpour. 
Yeah. And, 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 and then I ramp it, you know, like, you know, just as he, um, he lights a cigarette and he takes a step and the first exhale. So like it goes in like this super high speed at 120 frames, you know, <laughs> he walks in the yes. rain and then you see yes. like the rain drop, you know, hit, you know, and stuff. And then like, and that's it. And it was a match. It was supposed to be a match cut from like, you know, his, his, the last thing you see, and I was like, it's his footstep on a puddle. And then that puddle was supposed to go, you know, take us into the bar. And he's gotcha. sitting there, you know, like, yeah, there we go. Well, that okay. was all gone. You know, like that, wow. that's a, that's, that's, that's no longer great. In the mood. That's amazing. Um, I'm pissed about <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm so pissed that I, I can't see that. That's because, yeah, because the, when the other FBI agents catch up with him in the bar, they mention like he has a wound on the back of his head. And I remember yeah. thinking like, there's there's something to that. Why is that yeah. not addressed? Yeah. And then and the okay. whole point too, like you know, in in in, in Stuckman's review of, of which I love, you know, like you know, making fun of it and stuff. It, it's like, you know, talk about like like I worked hard on setting up a bar to make it look like no one would come here. You know, like yeah. this is that one bar that we all know. You know, yeah, like yeah. he's talking about like there are no extras and stuff, but like that's on purpose, man. Like you know, yeah, like, yeah. X right. isn't a guy who's gonna go to like fucking you know gas town. You know, like you know, like yeah. he's gonna find that one bar where like it's open, but there's no one ever there. Yes. You know, like he's gonna yes. come here and he's gonna drink. You know, like so that's the whole purpose of it. You know, like it's it's it's, it's not <laughs> supposed to be like, you know, but. But it is like so many of like like Sever too. The first time you meet Sever, she's walking through this like Asian temple, you know, like at night, you know, and it's all beautiful, and she's just lighting candles, you know, and she's she's building these origami things, you know, and it's because it's for her child that's dead, right? You know, and it's something that she does, you know, and she's all dressed in white, but she looks like a ghost because it's all dark and you just see like this white silhouette, you know, and 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 really you you never see her face, you know, but then she sits and she prays. At this Buddha, you know, and you never see her face. But what she does at the Buddha is she's building these 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 cranes, you know, and and like it, and it's something she does because of her child, mm-hmm. you know, it, like it it it, it 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 represents her child, you know, and stuff. So it's it built in very 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 early, you know, and it and it's supposed to carry, but none of it is in the movie, you know, like it's, it's yeah, like, it, it, it's, <laughs> that would have been helpful. It was, it, it's just you know, and 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 I like that, you know, honestly. I have never seen this movie from beginning to end wow. with the sound on. I, I timed it. I color timed it with Julio without sound. It was still film back then, you know, like sure, there, sure. there was no sound. And, and, and you know, I, I can't watch it because, like, it's yeah. not my movie. It has yeah. nothing to do. So all the complaints, all this, you know, are completely valid. Because mm-hmm. when I saw the cut, when I saw, and everyone talks about Don Davis, you know, who's, who's fantastic. You know, he, he scored Matrix and stuff. But the composer, I had working on it was Trevor Rabin, you know, and, and Trevor had done a lot of Jerry Bruckheimer movies and everything, you sure. know, and, and, and he, he completely got it. He, you know, the temp music he had for me was fantastic, you know, and, and, and Trevor was so good. His music was so good. Trevor Rabin was how I found out. I didn't like the movie was no longer mine because Trevor called me one day as I was going into the post office and he was like, what did I do? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, they just fired me. And I was like, what? Like, like who, like, how, yeah. like, let me find out, you know? And that's when wow. I found out that, like, you know, they fired my editor, fired, you know, like, and, and they were recutting the whole movie. And I found out from that, from, from Trevor Raven. Wow. You know, so, like, you know, when I was supposed to go listen, they asked me to go, you know, to Don, you know, listen to Don's music, you know? And, and again, big fan of Matrix, have nothing against Don Davis. I just couldn't do it. I just said, fuck it, you guys, you know, you, you're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm not doing anything, you know? And, and I couldn't, like, 
I, I watched half the movie at the premiere because I, I purposely stayed out for the first hour. You know, I didn't <laughs> take my seat until like one hour in. And, and then, you know, I went to a press screening and, and I watched for 10 minutes and I was like hyperventilating. Like, and I had to walk out and like, I, I couldn't Jeez. watch it. I, 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 yeah. I couldn't do it. But, yeah, you know. I mean, I don't blame you. I, I, I mean, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me besides just, you know, the usual kind of, hollywood shenanigans why they would recut this movie so much because everything you're explaining to me is just like it it is even i think what the finished product is it, i think it is a, a really good like early 2000s action film and everything you're explaining would have just like made this i think legitimately a smash hit i think this film what you're describing to us right now would have been a a hit film if it was made in 2002, if it was made in 1999, if it was made I, I can in, you see, know, though, because it's, um, and while I'm thinking it, but it's like, I, it was very slow. It had a lot of action, you know, but it wasn't like boom, 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 boom. Right. Like what I'm talking about, I opened the movie. It takes us a long time because we're seeing Antonio get beat. We're looking at Sever where, you know, like it's, it's, I mean, um, um, you, you guys, um, uh, if you watched Angels, for example, yep. you know, yep. like, like I, I like move like I like slower pace, you know. And then like yes. like when when something happens, it 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 goes off, yeah. you know. Like like ballistic, you know. Like you you're building it to you know once you're in that big square and and you you know like like we go off, you know. Like it, it goes off, but like I, I I'd like to, you know. And I and and I think that was the biggest issue because it was all very, like I said, bullet bullet is a very slow movie. Oh yeah, you know. But I love that movie and and I really wanted to build a movie like that. And again, it sounds super funny when you're watching Ballistic today and I say bullet, you know, because it, it's exact, <laughs> diametrically so, opposed, so like, you know, yeah. but that was our intention. So imagine trying to take a movie like Bullet and turning it into triple, triple X. Right. It's basically what yeah. happened to us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You definitely get that sense of a slow build up, build up with an explosive um, action in One Night in Bangkok, which I watched last yes. night. Um, uh -huh. yeah, that, that you definitely... What what you just described, how you envision ballistic, one night in Bangkok is a lot closer to that, like in every way imaginable. Yeah, yeah, and you know, but one night in Bangkok, you know, we're working on a super limited budget, you know, right. like it, it was, you know, everything, and and so it's like, you know, it, so that one, you know, and one night in Bangkok was something where like I really focused on the character because I was yeah. like, you know, like Mark has to, you know, if 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 the audience buys Mark in this role, yeah, then we're good. You know, and I thought Mark did a really good job, you know, and, yeah, and it was like everything, yeah, everything was, was sort of built around there. And then, of course, you know, the, the trailer just comes out, you know, and, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I like the trailer, but it's like, it's not the movie. <laughs> I, I can see that. I can see the comments. Like, <laughs> there's going to be so many people are going to be like, oh, oh, oh Kane and Mark fight. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> Eventually they do. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, but even angels, you know, I mean, um, so your version, which eventually becomes zero tolerance, but the original angels, which you made in 20, well, 2012 is at least what IMDb yeah. says. Yeah. Um, the first bit of action comes in about somewhere around the 30 minute mark. Yeah. Uh, when Dustin kills the, the three, um, you know, sex traffickers yeah. or they yeah. are pimps. And it's so impactful. Um, 
And then, you know, zero tolerance, Scott Adkins, I think, shoots someone within the first five minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's very different. And, and, you know, and, and like you said, I mean, ballistics is the same. I mean, it's, it is not a slow, it's not a slow burn film by no. any means. Um, but it's, it's interesting to, to think that, you know, franchise pitchers didn't think a slow burn would work. I mean, I'm trying to think of other films of the 2000s and the 1990s. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think we, we still had slow burn films that were happening around that time. Um, I, I guess I just, it's, it's, it always baffles me, just some decisions that producers make. Um, and, and franchise well, pictures... We're also fighting, you know, I mean, you know, Matrix had come out the year before, a couple of years before. And then, um, you know, um, um, uh, in August of that year, I mean, you know, the whole summer you're being bombarded with X. It literally came out in August. Right. You know, and right. that's and you know the 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 trailer was tracking really well, and and I remember it was like when 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 the trailers for Triple X hit, you know, that was when it was really like you know we gotta we gotta have Triple X, and I'm like I, I didn't shoot Triple X, you know, <laughs> like like it, it's just you know like like it's gotta be more like this, you know, and then, and that's why the music was changed to Don Davis too, because you know Don's music is is closer to Triple X mm-hmm. than 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 a Trevor, you know, like um, and 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 yeah, I mean it was um. It's a completely different movie, you know, and, and yeah. unfortunately, you know, unlike Angels, you know, where, uh, you know, because it was a studio movie, like I, I actually have a copy and stuff, you know, like with X, I have one VHS tape with, with my cut of it that like, I don't even like, I don't even know if I put it in the VHS machine, if it's, you know, like how, <laughs> you know, like it's it, it, like, I don't even have a VHS machine. I don't even know where I'm going to get a VHS machine. But, like, <laughs> Somewhere in my mom's house, in a box somewhere, there. I mean, that's the only existence of it. You know, it's it's, it's my copy wow. of it. You know, like it, it, it it's not even you know because I I wish I, I I had it just for myself. Sure. You know, just just yeah. just for me because like because you know you 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 know and I've seen the ending to to ballistic and and I mean it's like like I I just look like a dick with the fucking origami thing, you know, be like, I just like, I, you know, if I'm watching this, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, who is this chaos idiot thinking? You know, like, it, just, it, it, it makes, I mean, like, you know, and then, you know, the fucking kicker is, you know, the song that comes in. It's like, what? oh my God, that song is like, incredible. Like who, like, who, who thought this was like, you know, like, yeah. And, and, and my name is on it as a director, and I'm feeling like that, you know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. During the post process, um. Um. I moved agencies. I, I moved from ICM, went to CAA, and um. Everyone just kept telling me, just jump on your next movie, you know. And, and I just couldn't do it. Sure. Like you know, I had you know, like we had offers, we had, and, and I just couldn't. Like I, I just, I, I, I couldn't do it. So yeah. I turned, I turned to commercials, you know, for a couple of years instead, and everything. Yeah. And, and it was just one of those things where it was like, after a couple of years, commercials and taking meetings and everything, I finally had something I wanted to do. And then uh, you know, um, 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 Barry Osborne uh, 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 bought it, found investors for it, and we came to Thailand to shoot it. And then the company that that bought it, they um, they went under, you know, right before, so we lost our funding. Oh wow! And then so so so, but then that was at that point, um, I was in Thailand, and I just decided to stay, you know, and and and, and that was it. But um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like you know, um, you talk about life choices. It's 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 had I listened to them, and had I not let ballistic affect me so personally, 
you know, I, I could have jumped on to the next movie that I was offered, you know, and, yeah. and had I done that, um, um, the end result of those movies, you know, they did really well in the box office and, and all this would have been forgotten. You know, I would have yeah. been doing other things, you know, but, but right. it, it's just, it's so hard when you make a movie, you know, yeah. and then like when, when you've done it and like, like if we sit here and talk and if you guys tell me like you hated Angels or One Night in Bangkok, I would have no problems with it. Mm -hmm. I, I'd be able to sit here, listen, and then, you know, go, go to sleep. No problems. It wouldn't like, it wouldn't because those movies are with everything I had and, you know, with the best version of what I could do. I know I yeah. couldn't do any better, you know, and, and I'm happy with it. I'm proud of it. I can stand by it. With ballistic, it was like, it wasn't even me. Right. You know, and then like all these like negative comments and all these reviews, you know, and, and, and I shouldn't have taken them personal, but because like, I agreed with them, you know, and it just, you know, like, like it was almost like had I had, had that been my cut and the reception that I got from it, I would have been able to just turn around and just, you know, okay, you know, like people didn't like it, fuck it, I'm, I'm just going to move on, you know, but it's like, yeah, but I know like there's a version of that movie, you know, that, you know what, maybe eight out of 10 people might not, you know, like it, you know, but at least, you know, two will. Like, you know, that just sure. over, you know, like, you know, it wouldn't be so universal, you know, right. right? But but there's an audience for that movie. You know, just like, you know, you guys have saw Angels. Like, I don't, you know, whether you liked it or not, I believe like a, a slow burn drama, you know, character-driven, you know, mystery like that set in Bangkok, there's an audience for that movie. Yeah. It's not for everyone. You know, the people who love and only watch Fast and the Furious are not going to like Angels. Right. But there's enough people out there that would find a movie like Angels and go, you know what? that was a good movie. Yeah. You know, it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, you know, you know, do blockbuster business or whatever, but that was never why, we, you know, why we made it. And, and I, 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 I felt that way about Ballistic of, of like, there was a version where it was gonna be, it had melodrama, my version of it had melodrama. Right. Because again, it's Bullet, but my idol, my, you know, my, my hit was, was John Woo. You know, yeah. like, you know, and in, in, in Hollywood, it was, it, you know, these kind of movies, it was Michael Mann, you know, the whole doing, you know, and, and with John Woo, the killer and all that, you know, it's all melodramatic. Oh, you know, sure. like everything is yeah. centered on, on melodrama. And, and there was a lot of that in the movie. And I don't, and I think that was another reason that, that, you know, they, they didn't understand, you know, because yeah. the love story between the, the Antonio and his wife, you know, and stuff. I mean, it, it was... It, it, there was a lot of a lot of like you know what you would call melodrama in there mm -hmm. you know maybe too much maybe you know and they cut all of that out obviously but oh yeah no, but, no, that's in there but the, yeah. the movie to me was always centered around it was it was it was family you know it was it was, it was and, and then the fucking nanobots came in but i thought <laughs> i could overcome you know i'd, I'd overcome that yeah. you know with all these other things but but yeah but so so it really like changed a lot of things for me you know, because like, you know, I was doing well, um, um, making a lot of money doing commercials for two years and stuff, you know, but then it was like, I, I didn't want to make commercials. I wanted to make movies. So in Hollywood, um, even during that time, the movies that I was being offered were not movies I wanted to do. And then the movies that I wanted to do, um, there was one or two in particular where I got really close, but, but I always lost out at the end. And for, for good reason, you know, like I, yeah. I wouldn't hire the guy who did ballistic either, but, you know. <laughs> do, you, um, do you remember any of those movies that you were offered or the ones that you wanted to do? 
Yeah, I do. But you know, it's it's always going to be like like you know, you talk about it now. Yeah, it's just going to sound like like. Yeah, it's just gonna sound like like uh uh uh, uh, uh yeah like you know like bullshit or whatever okay. you know like because it's just because it's just like 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 those filmmakers that did those movies and 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 and, and those movies you know have done really well okay. have gone on you know and it was and it was very clear when you read the script like right. this is gonna be good you know like this is this is this is gonna be great oh I mean one you know like this this one I mean I totally understood. Um, on Warner Brothers, um, right after Ballistic, um, they had a script and um, <clears throat> really good script, and they wanted to do it for about thirty million dollars. And they felt like I, I was a guy that was perfect for it. And I, and I read the script, and it was it was really good. And 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 I was developing it for a little bit with it, you know, like that was going to be my next movie. Like I was happy to do it because I had a really good relationship with Warner Brothers, um, you know, with the two executives there. Um, um, and you know Dan Lin is still a friend, but um, um, and he's gone on to become a massive producer now, you know. But um, but at the time, you know, um, um, and then um, one day, and it's a true story. Um, I get a call, and and it's like uh, 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 the two executives um, inviting me out to dinner at Mr. Chow's, you know, which is a nice restaurant, you know, whatever yeah. out in L.A. And uh, I was like, you know, it's going to either be a really good news or really bad news. But so, so we go to Mr. Chow's and I'm saying they were talking. They're really lovely. They were always very supportive. They they saw the whole thing. Um, they never blamed me for ballistic because they knew what was happening and they saw what was going on. And then um, and then they, they broke the news to me. The good news was that um, um, uh, uh, Tom Cruise was going to do the movie, which also meant the end of my involvement in the movie. <laughs> 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 one step forward, and, one step back. And it was, yeah, and and, and it, it was understandable, but you know, the script at the time was, was the last samurai, but it was a different version oh, wow. of of, of yeah. what became, you know, and they they took their time and they rewrote the whole script and stuff. But you wow. know, with Tom, you know, like if I never met Tom or anything like that, but uh, but yeah, I mean that 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 yeah. was a movie I really wanted to do. Damn, it, yeah. was, it was a very different version of sure. the movie that came out for sure. You know, um. um um, um uh, at the time when I read the script, I mean, this is, you know, um, I, I felt at the budget we had and everything, the perfect, the person, and I'd met him already, and I really liked him, uh, was Thomas Jane. Oh, yeah. You sure. Know, and, 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 sure. And, yeah, that was, that was, I thought, well, you know, be the perfect, you know, uh, uh, guy yeah. to do that. And, and, you know, so there's, a, I have a lot of these stories. <laughs> That's one example, but I, I had a lot of these stories. And because, like you know, it would never happen. It would never happen. And and and, and yeah. So um, um, when I came back to Thailand, and I was going to do my own script that I really liked and I wrote. And, and then when that fell apart too, after being here for three months, you know, and it, that was purely for financing purposes. It it was just like you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to take some time off and and just stay in Thailand for a while. And just right. one thing led another. And you know, it's been eleven years, and I, I I haven't gone back to work. You know, like but but I work all my work now is, is just here it's just better right it's right. just more comfortable you know uh, and, and and movies change so much now too you know like it's i've always been like um a very more practical person i'm learning more about about cgi and everything now you know but it's right. like it, it's it's still it's still like it's still like Fortnite to me like i, yeah. I, I can see yeah. it i can you know i i can like i can kind of understand what it is but i don't know how it works like i, I don't know how you watch a movie inside a fucking game right 
right. How does, how does this happen? Neither yeah. do we. We don't understand. We don't either, and we're, and we're millennials. Um, no, I, you know, because I, um, I watched The Driver, I watched Dead Earth, and, and One Night in Bangkok, and of course Angels, and Zero Tolerance, and I mean, there is obviously practical effects in there. There's squib, and mm-hmm. you know, and I was actually surprised at how good the zombies looked in Dead Earth. I mean, for a film that I imagine did not cost much. I mean, you know, you don't have a lot of zombie kills. There's not a lot of blood and gore, but I mean, just like the 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 effects on the, at least the facial prosthesis, like yeah. that's pretty good. You know, Dead Earth was made in we shot that in nine days. Yeah, nine that's days. A- you know, um, and I'll I'll tell you. I mean, like I, I don't you know like uh, it's already released. You know, um, studio won't get mad at me, but it was you know it was two zombie movies or whatever, and and and. Um, I came up with the story and I, I just wanted Dead Earth was something like 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 I just wanted to do. Yeah. You know, like like I, I just wanted a story where, you know, I just wanted to go out there and just shoot like this little movie that like I, I saw all of it in my head. You know, like like we we weren't really, you know, working off of a script. You know, I had two people who had never acted before, but you know, you know, they 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 wanted to do it. They weren't gonna cost any anything, you know, and, and we made that movie for basically like less than 200 grand wow like everything wow. you know 90 you know and so damn um 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 the driver was in an opportunity it was it was going to be three it was going to be dead earth driver and then the rider which is you know it's always going to be and i wanted to make these three movies set in the same world which is with different characters right you know and and different stories and 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 um you know, I, I love zombie movies and, and I, I I didn't want to like, like I wanted to do like the zombies that I know, but just a slightly different take on, on different ones, you know? So it's like two people, like, what would you do if, if you know, you and Nick were stuck in a hotel somewhere, you know, in a way, it was just the two. <laughs> we, like, we'd you probably know, kill each like, other before we'd kill yeah, each other. Yeah, we'd just kill like, each other. You know, like, like, <laughs> like, like, you know, and, and, and you've, you've developed this routine or whatever. And then, you know, like, like driver was just, you know, that idea of, 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 of like a father and daughter, because I have a daughter and I, at first I would, I wanted my daughter to, to, to be the, the you know, the, the girl in it with Mark. And then, but, you know, when okay. I got Mark and, you know, I'd, I'd known Mark for a while and he really wanted to do with his, his daughter, you know, and, and that noise terrific. And ironically, you know, my daughter couldn't get out of her school to come <laughs> and do it anyway. So, yeah, so, so, so it, it, it worked out, you know, um, yeah. Um, um, and again, you know, like the driver, it was, you know, we didn't have much more money than, than that we, we had more, but not that much more. And, you know, I mean, we shot that movie in 14 days, you know, like we, I, I shot one night in 12 days. Yeah. Wow. You know, yeah. like it's, 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 it's cause like, like one night again was, um, I, I knew the kind of the budget that I had, you know, to do it. And, and I wrote the script in, in a night and, and, um, and, and it was very, I mean, the script I wrote and the movie we shot was saying, you know, but, but it's like, I've been doing this long enough where I could write or I could come up with things to fit the budget, you sure. know? And, and, and by fitting the budget, I mean, like the one thing that I, I always knew, like, because of the budget, you know, the, the, the low nature of the budget that we're working with, but I always knew that what we could deliver was, was a proper movie for each right. one. Like I, I, I knew that even if you, know, you guys had never met me or whatever, and you watched the movie, you may hate the movie, but 
it, it, it looks like a proper movie and it sounds like a movie, you know, like you're not going to oh, yeah. feel like, you know, like this is like, you know, like, you know, where the money go, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, you know, or whatever, you know, you can tell. It's not, and, and that, you know, um, and, and, you know, the driver is, is just a different movie to, to, to dead earth. I think, you know, because, uh, because of Mark and Stanley, you know, there's right. like, like I'm really, you know, Mark is happy with it. I'm really happy with it in terms of like the, 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 the story of the father and daughter. You know, I think it's it's it, it's it, it it is a really cool story, um, and um, and and yeah, you know, I mean, like like if I really could, I'd love to have twenty million dollars and and sure. do a proper zombie movie. Sure. You know, like like, sure. but you know, and honestly, you know, I mean, they did a really good job. My proper zombie movie, you know, like it would be more along the lines of like a train to Busan kind of thing. Sure. You know, like, like, as I thought, you know, and, and the only thing about Train to Busan, I, I love the movie, but like, I, I would have still stuck with like the George A. Romario zombies because to me, that's always going to be, yeah. you it's know, awesome. zombies are always like, it's, it's, it's just the amount of them, you know, it's yeah, never yeah. about their yeah. speed or whatever. Right. It's just this unrelenting, like, yes. wave after wave, you know, like, like, that's always going to be like zombies for me. So the next one we're going to do. Um, it's a bigger budget, you know, it's like, so, you know, it's like, you know, we, we, cause when you make the movie too, like angels, people don't think about this. People will always think about people who are watching the movies, you know, why are they making this? Why you have to be able to sell it. Right. right. You know, and, and today everyone thinks like Netflix, 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 Netflix mm-hmm. is great for us sitting at home and watching it. Right. You know, and, and they, they are the best thing since sliced bread for the entertainment world i i believe you know you're getting access to content great content and everything you know but from marketing side too like you know if you're a thai movie or if you're an indian movie or you know these other movies if you're not a movie that they're making if you're a movie that they're picking up no one wants to talk about this you know but they're like you know they're buying some movies for like five grand Wow. You know, so yeah. you're outside that system and everything, yeah. you know, and they're yeah. paying five grand for the rights for like this Thai horror movie, you know, like so. So the Thai horror movie, you have a choice. Do you take this five grand, get on Netflix, and your friends all over the world get to see it, right? Or no one gets to see the movie, right? Yeah, but that's, that's... not a but that's not a feasible model. No, <laughs> if all you're making a living on is like making a movie, you can't make a movie, and and you know, like so. So there's there's a gap there, you know, like like what yeah. people aren't thinking about, you know. So so when you go on Netflix and you're seeing all these little movies, these great little movies and stuff, you know, from all yeah. over the world. Oh yeah, and they're paying nothing for it, which is great wow. for us as a consumer, you know. So but so as the person who makes the films, yeah. yeah so I have a lot of friends here, people in Thailand, you know, and 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 it's a it's a it's a badge of honor too, you know, because they're like you know, oh my movies on Netflix. You know, and, 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 but I never tell them that I know how much Netflix paid. Right. And it's like, I right. can't do what you do. You know, like, cause I, I can't, I can't, you know, like, 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 you know, like being fiduciary, you know, having fiduciary responsibility is a very big part of, of my career now. Right. You know, like, like when we do, you know, I have to. So, so we all, like for me, we always have to find that balance of like, like, you know, getting a return for our, our to our investor as well as trying to find the biggest reach you know so and, and that's how these zombie movies came about because yeah. you know i had other movies i wanted to do that had no zombies but it was more difficult to sell yep. you know angels is a great example 
we couldn't sell angels until we put Scott Atkins into the movie. Yeah, that, that and, is crazy. You know, I mean, it makes sense. I understand because that's kind of the way like the industry works. But I uh-huh. watch Angels and I think like this movie, and this is maybe just me and my taste, but I think like this movie could sell. This movie like has an audience, you know, especially in America, like the, the people who, you know, have the Criterion channel or mm-hmm. who, who like independent international cinema there's your audience right there. But of course, I guess that's not the most lucrative audience. You know, it's not, it's, you don't get a lot of dividends from that audience, unfortunately. I was just talking to um, um, a writer. um, um, His name's Chad Law. Um, Really, you know, prolific, really good writer. And he does a lot of action movies, you know, and stuff. And, and, and ironically, he had just seen Angels recently, you know, and and, and he liked it a lot. And and we had, we had, um, we had been talking. And, and we made, you know, and, and the one thing that we talked about was, um, I think um, um, I just did, I made Angels too early. I made Angels pre-Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because Angels would have been that yes. perfect movie after Netflix, you know, like, yeah. had, had, oh, yeah. you know, and stuff. And, 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 and at the time, I would have happily sold it to, to Netflix for $5,000 just so that it would get an audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, watching it, I, like, I think of someone like, you know, you had mentioned Michael Mann and you're a fan of Michael Mann and like, I'm a big fan of Michael Mann. And I think like Michael Mann, his, his kind of star has waned more recently, but mm-hmm. people still love heat. People still love yeah. Manhunter. People still love Ali, like, you know, last Mohicans, even Miami vice, like recently people have kind of been like reevaluating his, his film mm-hmm. version of Miami vice. And like, I think there's so much, of Michael Mann's cinema that I can see in Angels. And like, I feel like people who like the cinema of Michael Mann could definitely find something in Angels to enjoy. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's a, it's a shame that like no one is able to see it unless they talk to you and get a film copy of <laughs> a video copy of it. <laughs> I, mean, I still think, you know, yeah. Super Tolerance is good. I, I, I still like it, but it's, they are they are totally different. Like there is, it's two completely different movies. Oh yeah, it, it's two completely different movies. You know, um, I mean, I shot all the almost all of the stuff done for zero tolerance. I didn't cut it, but again, it's different to ballistic. It was like you know, um, I knew what was going on, and it was more like I understand why you're doing it. Go ahead and do it. You know, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to you know, even though you know I could have had a say. You know, like whereas in ballistic, I had no say. You know, like it, it, it was like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I was like, you know, I, I was, that was just forced on me. But right. with, with, with zero tolerance, you know, um, because um, legitimately, you know, like I, I, I had my shot at selling it. You know, a lot of people I knew um, with at a lot of studios, you know, had seen it and they liked it. They just, they're all, they're, they're always just like, they don't know how to sell it mm. was their biggest thing because, you know, yeah. um, 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 we didn't have the star power. We didn't have, you know, like, you know, and I thought Gary Daniels, you know, um, Dustin Gwynn, you know, they, you know, they, they done great. But the other thing too, that I didn't help myself was also like having guys like Gary and Dustin and everything, but I didn't, I didn't have them fight. Right. You know, they didn't fight each other, (laughs) which was a comment. One of these distributors told us like, you know, you know, had they, if you had to fight, you know, we could cut a trailer and we could sell the movie off of that, you know, like in, you know, uh, um, which is part of the reason why, like, you know, Mark and Kane have that small fight so that they could cut the trailer. (laughs) So I I learned my lesson kind of thing, you know, like, like, but it's, 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 it's that, you know, and, and, and the way distribution works too, like, 
I've known Mark for, for 10 years. I've been wanting to do movies with Mark forever, you know, and it was always difficult up until he became zero in John Wick 3. Right. Then it was like, oh, you know, you, you just still want to make that movie with Mark. And I'm like, I'd want to make any movie with Mark, you know, but now, like, you know, like, it, it was okay, you yeah. know, and it's so weird because he's the same Mark. He's always been a good actor. He's always been sure. a phenomenal martial artist, you know, like, yeah. you know, and, and, and the thing, the, the same goes with Kane. You know, like I've known Kane since Tekken, you know, and 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 that's the other thing, you know, like um um because you guys had mentioned you went through my IMDb on the podcast. And uh 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 the um a lot of things, you know, the, the big thing is is I've been doing this for 20 years. So it's a career. Yeah. And that's the other thing people don't understand. A lot of people who who watch movies, who love movies, who want to make movies, you know, they think like okay, if I get a chance to make my movie, I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make it this way. I'm going to make, you know, and, and that's never the case. Oh, no. Unless you're, mm. you know, you're asking your dad for money or whatever, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's rarely the case. So yeah. the second thing is, this is a career for me. So because it's a career, it means that this is my only source of income. Right. So a lot of times, especially living in Thailand, Tekken is a great example. Script King, Stephen Paul, the producer King, and um, I met with him to be the cinematographer. He met with me, like me, and I thought they were going to hire me as a DP. And then um, uh, uh, he went back to the States. He came with the director, went back to the States. And then Stephen Paul calls me and he goes, um, hey, which, um, you know, some things have changed. Do you want to direct the movie? I'm like, is it still the same script? He's like, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to direct it. And then, like, <laughs> see, it's, like it, it, it's a terrible script. Yeah, you know, but, but to be fair to Steve, to, 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 to the producer, he was like, "You can't, you can't change the script, you know." But I want, I really want you to direct it. I just come, you can shoot it, you can, you know, direct it. And Kane was going to star in it. Mm-hmm. Now Kane was my weak point. I'm a massive fan of his father, you know. Like Revenge of the Ninja to me is the greatest ninja movie ever. And, and <laughs> Kane was six years years old when he did that, and I remember being the same age as Kane when I was watching that, I was so pissed at it. Because, like, I was like, I want to be that kid. You know, like, I, I want to be that ninja, you know? So, and, 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 and I always liked Kane. I always, like, knew what he was doing. Like, you know, he, he did these other movies, like DOA, which wasn't very good, whatever, but I watched it because of Kane. Like, yeah. I'm a fan of Kane. So when they told me Kane was going to star in it, no, and keep in mind, when, when I was reading Tekken, it was not Tekken. Like there was no like this was not gonna be taken to. Yeah. Like it was called it was called Agent K. So amazing. I wasn't I wasn't going so um okay. So they were very clear. I couldn't change a word of the script. They didn't have a lot of money, but okay, it was doable. They they paid me a decent fee. And um um so in my contract with them, I said, Okay, and I do this, I've done so many movies like this where it's like you can't use my name. You can use my name as a DP or whatever, but you can't use my name as a director. And we have that in the contract. So we did the movie. Um, um, uh, I got to meet Kane. I'm, you know, now I'm doing a couple of things with Kane too. You know, he's like, you know, he's he's one of my best friends. He's the nicest guy. You know, he's so it was all good. But then, you know, when the movie comes out, the producer puts my name on it, and I was like, dude, yeah, you can't. You know, like we have a contract, we have a deal. The response was, sue me. Oh, oh my God. 
even in Tekken 2, uh, there's the one scene where Kane it goes into like the noodle shop and like he just takes out three guys and stabs the guy with the yes. chopstick in his head. Yes, and like yes. just the way it's like it's two shots more or less, this whole scene, but it's so effective. I just I just love that shot and that scene yes. so much. <laughs> so Raheem, who is a fight coordinator, and he's in a lot of my movies, you know, like I use him a lot. Great guy, French guy, and Kane. Raheem did all the uh, came up with all the fights for take that uh, Tekken. And um that scene was a massive fight massive fight, really? right mm. <laughs> yeah it was a massive fight and and i hate shooting fight scenes anyone that works with me knows like i, I like guns they're just pretty i hate because fights are so tedious man it's like uh that look good <laughs> but it's missed you like it's a miss yeah. you know it's like you gotta be so anxiety yeah so you know and we'd shot like four big fight scenes you know leading up to that not on the same day you know and stuff sure. and, and, and and it's the middle of the day this is the last thing we got to do so, you know, I, I go to the place, I look at it, and I'm like, hey, Kane. And this is the first movie I'm working with Kane. But by this point, you know, we, we have a pretty good relationship. He's like, yeah. And Brahim's there too, you know, but Brahim's my, my, my fight coordinator. Kane, Kane's my star. It's a different, you know, like dynamic. So yeah. I'm like, hey, Kane. So, like, you know, you, you, you've, you've done a lot of like fights, you know, and, and it's cool. And we have a lot of fights left. And like, uh, 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 if you trust me, you know, we could do this in 20 minutes, then it'll be way cooler than anything. <laughs> you know, it was like, uh, like, just walk in here, just do this, jump, slide over, and just, you know, stick this in his head, done. You know, I like, we'll sell it yes. on this, you know, this other guy here on the right, I didn't know who's near. I was like, you know, he'll he'll look with you, just, you know, you turn around, look at him, and he'll sit back down, and you just walk out of here, it's done. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, like, you know, 20 minutes, we'll be out of here, we call it a day. You know? <laughs> And he said yes, and Raheem fought a little bit because he's like he came up with a lot, you know, sure. choreography, and we had all these stunt <laughs> guys that were gonna, you know. But then it was like, yeah, yeah. So that's what we decided. And I'm glad you guys said that because that's I, exactly because I, I, I love that scene. I, I, I was like, <laughs> I, I told, I, I was like, you know, if we fight, it, it's just gonna be another fight scene. Yeah. But if you just yeah. do this, you know, like it's way cooler, and, and and we can't do this for all the other scenes that we have. It doesn't work, you know. Like oh, this right here, just keep it short, and 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 yeah, he trusted <laughs> me, and 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 we 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 liked it. I liked it, you know. I enjoyed it, and we did. We 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 literally had two coverage of it, you know, yeah. and, and and we did it, and and uh, and I remember the producer. He was on set, and he was like, "That's it." I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "But I'm like, yeah, that." You either fire me or we're going home. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It it gives the action some some texture because action can be. It doesn't have to be a drawn out fight scene every time. Um, and there's like there's like fucking eight fight scenes in the whole movie. Like yeah, that's, that's you know that's seven too many. If you watch like you said, like you know you watch my movies, like there's I only I like having like one or two. Yeah. You know, like I like, like I don't need it to be like so. You know, like it's just like one or two. Like, like angels, we have two scenes. We don't like, you know, like, yeah. like kind of two scenes. And and I thought that was enough. You know, there was like the 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 shooting, the the shooting. You know, there's a lot of shooting, but we had the club scene. You know, and then like uh, the the little illegal casino scene. Right. You know, which was like you know, but I I always just like, you know, like you know, but you know, if, if I had. 21 bridges money and i could do like <laughs> non-stop ag you know i probably would i would you know if i oh, yeah. could do a movie where it's just yeah. like you know like but you know at that point it's yeah. a different piece entirely it's a different yeah. Yeah. goal from the outside yeah yeah, um, yeah um i guess one of our last questions is what are you what are you watching now 
Or is there anything that like you're you're watching movie net Netflix TV? I, I watch, I, I watch a lot. Yeah, like I I, I really do. I, I watch a lot, but you know, recently in the past couple of years, um, um, and it's gonna sound funny, but again, it goes to my age. I've I've only recently discovered YouTube on the smart TV. Sure. Like YouTube on the computer was never a thing for me. Okay. You know, but when when I bought my new TV and like, oh shit, here's YouTube. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> and, and it's right next to Netflix. You know, and you're sitting yeah, yeah. there with a the remote and you you can you know like I mean like, so so I do spend a lot of time watching shit on YouTube and going down sure. these like ridiculous rabbit holes. Right. My, my yes. favorite. Yeah, that's that's my, us my favorite thing on youtube ever and i try to tell people this and no one well a couple of my friends do believe me is 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 like the flat earth whole thing yes Just going down that rabbit hole oh my god yes this is like, great we're, we're, it's like how do i live on this like i i, I have three children like <laughs> they're growing up on the same like what the fuck like they're growing up on the same side as those people because the, the earth is flat fuck? like how <laughs> How is this even a thing? You know, and then you you go down these rabbit holes, and I have spent days and days watching like everything on flat Earth, like yeah. these flat <laughs> Earthers, you know, like trying to like. I mean, it's so fascinating. Yeah, you know, it, it's like you know, and 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 a lot of these, like I I I I could tell you all these things that I go down, and you would completely lose your respect, any respect you've ever had, you know, like or just because because Dude, I don't you're... think like that. I can't you know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I want to understand how oh, yeah. you can wake up and yeah. go this is you know this 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 is real and for sure there are so many people you can tell that you're only saying this because this is all you have in your life mm-hmm. like if you don't believe this you know but then there are there, there there is that rare encounter where you're like this person genuinely believes this He's not out for money. He's not, you know, he just genuinely, as I believe, like the sun is going to come up tomorrow. He believes the earth is flat. But it, it, there's so many conspiracy theories out there that is just like, you know, and, and YouTube is like God's gift to like mankind of like, you can just find these ridiculous shit. Yeah. And, and, you know, like recently now I, I like, I, you know, there's, there's, there's a channel I'm going to give him. I don't even know him, but um, his, his channel is Hawaiian John. And, um, all he does is he's he lives in on Oahu, and he's got hours upon hours where he's no music. He just puts this 4K camera on his car and he fucking drives around Hawaii. Yes, and he, as you say, and he doesn't he doesn't even talk. There's wow, no okay. music. This is great. Um, <laughs> on my back, on on it, it, it's Hawaiian John on my TV right now. On yes, like, I just love that channel play. Like it's 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 a beach, a Hawaiian beach somewhere right now. It's an image on on this giant TV I have over here. Like, like literally, like I'll be writing, I'll be working, I'll be playing, you know, games on my phone, whatever, and that'll be on. Like yeah. people will come see me and like, what the fuck are you watching? Like, Dude, it's great. And like you know, like my camera operator, one of my best friends, you know, he comes over and I've got him booked. He's subscribed to the channel. Because he comes here so often and it's always on. And he's like, I am going to subscribe to that right now. <laughs> That's awesome. One of, one of my favorite channels is um, some guy. He he repurposes like footage of of bus videos of driving around Japan, and like he's a DJ, so he he puts his beats and his music over this, and he kind of distorts the the images and everything. But the primary footage is just public bus buses driving in the Japan Japanese countryside and, and through cities. That that kind of thing's great. It's it's like it's yeah. almost like found 
like found art or something like um just the the normal like it workings of like industrial society just being reprocessed for artistic purposes but aside from that you know like when you're talking about like proper proper stuff that i consume like um Sure. Um, when the theaters before they closed, like I would always make it a point, you know, like I'm always reading a book. I like reading, you know, like, like I, you know, I, I, and I would read like every single Reacher book, every single, you know, um, um, Grisham book, like authors I like, yeah. you know, stuff. But on, on it's the same on on TV, you know. It's like, yeah, you know, if there's a filmmaker I like, an actor I like, anytime a, a movie comes out, I'll watch it. You know, like, you know, because because I'm, you know, like everyone, like it, 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 it's a fan. I do it as a fan. Like, it's it's what I enjoy. It's what I've always enjoyed. So, you know, I mean, that's why I still say like Netflix is so great because like, you know, there's so many great series on Netflix, you know, and, 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 and you know, um, uh, uh, um, and, you know, uh, on Amazon Prime, too. Like, I just watched this, this Indian right. series called called uh, Family Man. And okay. it's like. And, and it's like this guy who, like, he's not even good looking. He's not, you know, it's so not Indian. Because Indian usually, like, you know, the leads have to be, like, you know, fucking, you know, the, right, or, yeah. like, like, right. <laughs> and, and, it's, and he worked for the intelligence service, you know, and, and it's like Mission Impossible, but Indian and, right. and, nice. and, and, and real, not, okay. not like, not over the top, you know, mm-hmm. and it's a great series, you know, and then, you know, and, and I'll watch, like, I didn't really like um, 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 uh, The Witcher, you know, but I'll watch all of them that come, you know, I'll, I'll sure. give everything like two or three episodes. And, and uh, you know, I just finished um, The Stranger. I love The Stranger because I, I love yeah, Harlan Corbin. Stranger. I've read all his books, you know, and I think like the translation, you know, onto Netflix has been great. Like Safe is great. The Woods is great. Mm. You know, The Stranger is great, you know. Um, and but I love what I love about Netflix is that there's so many series from other countries. Oh yeah, yes, that definitely. they pick up, you know, and 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 especially now that I'm not working and and we've been on lockdown for three months, you know, dude. I mean, like I've, <laughs> I've run out of things to watch. That's why, like, I've been watching Hawaiian John a lot. You know, <laughs> like, you know it's not... I think that's everything I had, uh, Lewis. Did you? Was there anything else you could think of? Oh yeah, I mean, that's um, this has been great. Which uh, thank you for coming on. I mean. Uh, You've just given us a great lens into your 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 uh, your career, and I mean, I just had a blast talking with you. So thank you so much. Oh, I, I no, guess I will you. say, if if Doug ever wants to do an interview, he sounds like he'd have a lot of fascinating insights as well. Oh, he would love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we should we should yeah, reach out to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll I'll put you in touch with him. He's uh, yeah. he's the one who turned me on to you guys, you know. And and he yeah. was genuinely, he was like, you know, like like these guys. And that's when I, when I called him back, I was like. It works if it's you know like but can you tell me were they joking or like are they fucking around like like what what is it like you know like <laughs> no yeah no, that would be great um yeah we'd love to talk to him uh but yeah thank you thank you again so much for for being here um before before we sign off did you want to plug anything i mean i know one night is coming out pretty soon one night in bangkok i mean yeah i mean i mean that's you know i mean that what that i don't like the other the, the two zombie movies you know that was a movie where like i really wanted to make like that was you know my movie and, and I mean you guys have seen it but you know it hasn't come out yet but you know I don't even know like like well what did you guys think of it? I, I like it. You know. yeah. I liked it a lot. I I really enjoyed it. Um, it's funny when you say like the graphic novel influence of of X versus Sever like, and and you you have you literally have a lot of split screens in one night. Yes. Um, which is so it's very much like 
comic book panels and um and the whole setup it, it felt kind of like i don't know a little, little bit kind of like more modern frank miller or like warren ellis or something just like a a, a guy comes to town why is he here it's his characterization mm-hmm. is slowly doled out and you slowly find out why how everything comes together um yeah, no, in in the whole aesthetic, the the neon drenched everything. Yes, the, oh, the, yeah. the music was was very much right up my alley. Yeah. And and yeah, no, and, and Mark himself, he he fucking kills it. He's yeah, he's, he's incredible. amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, I hope people watch it. You know, it's um, I I think it's really it's it's worth watching in a, in an era where those kind of movies, like like as we've been talking about, really don't get made. Mm-hmm. It's like. Yeah, it might have like lower production values and everything, but there's obviously like a lot of care and craft put into this movie. Um, and it is kind of it is a movie that like people have been asking for for a while, right? These smaller films that have action, have heart, have you know character-driven narratives. Um, but yeah, it's just it's 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 unfortunate that people like might not like click it on Amazon, right? Because they're going to click whatever Amazon just made or something like that. But no, I enjoyed it. It's um oh, thank you. I hope you can make more movies like that after after all this COVID well, stuff. I, I hope yeah. Uh I, I, I hope I get a little bit more money. But um <laughs> yeah. so the funny story on that, the last story I'll tell you about one night, which what yeah, you yeah. mentioned, and, and you'll find it you'll find it interesting, is that the split screen. Yeah. Right. That's the split screen. Um I've never done split screen and I'm more traditional, like what I grew up on and everything. So I, I, right. you know, I don't like gimmicks too right. much, you know, like they could work. And I think they work well here. This is all my editor. I have gotcha. to give her credit. You know, she's my 25 year old editor on her third movie. Um, Damn. That's, that's impressive. The end of the, when we were shooting this movie. So I, I've told you about John Woo. I like John Woo. And, and, you know, our, our, our budget was, was so tight and, you know, we didn't have a lot of time to prep and everything. So I told my costume designer, um, I showed her the scenes from uh, uh, The Killer yes. at the end. And they're all right. wearing white. I was, right. I was thinking so, about that the whole so, time. So I, was yes. like, so I was like, get, get, you know, like, I want the, you know, like, give me some white suits or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, you the know, white like white suits towards the end, you know, like, man, see. And then we get to the location and I had to change the location. So I had never seen that location the day we shot the location. So I get there and then she brings out these, these, these extras for me, these stunt guys, and they're all wearing these white tracksuits. Yeah. And I'm standing there with Mark and Kane. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't want, you know, Backstreet Boys. I want, <laughs> they, they, they look like a boy band, man. Yeah, yeah. And then. So I was like, okay, all right. So what what do I do with this? You know, like because that's all we had. Because apparently we didn't have enough to go do proper suits or whatever. You know, and then oh, then okay. you know with the schedule and everything it was like, so okay. So that was one. And then two, we were shooting so many things that day, so many things that you know, so many of the scenes took place around that location because you mm-hmm. know the tight nature of it. By the time we got to the ending, I had I had literally maybe five hours left of the night before the sun came up and I hadn't done anything, any of the ending, not one thing. Like Mark hadn't entered <laughs> the grounds yet. He hadn't met Kane, you know, he hadn't, you know, so like I came up and like, all right. So right there, I was like, what we had planned to do, we knew we couldn't do. And I, I couldn't, I didn't want to come back. So I was like, all right, so I'm just going to focus on Mark's shooting and then we'll just catch these guys, you know, so, so I, we shot it um, really quickly because I had to get to the, the meat of it, which was Kane and Mark. They still had to do their whole bit, you know, 
and 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 so we we shot everything in like an hour and then we did the rest of it in like four four you know we we shot till the sun came up we shot till the dp said we could no longer shoot again and i was my own dp and i'm like i'm just gonna kill myself if i keep going like you know like <laughs> i can't like you know so, so i was like so so we stopped and then when we're in the edit and i looked at the scene cut properly I'm like this doesn't like you know like the, the 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 shooting the action it's like it doesn't fucking work so I was like I was thinking I was thinking and I was thinking and my editor was like well you know what if we just split screen it you know like you know to to show different so that way like it 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 doesn't play out as like one bad action scene you know right. because it was bad right. you know it, right. it literally you know it wasn't great you know stuff so, <laughs> and then like I was like so I was like okay show me so then you know she did it and I was like okay this is good like but. If I'm gonna have this right here, I right. have to layer it. I can't just, film, I right? just, I can't just come, you That's know. So yeah. I can, you can't just bring him to the end, and all of a sudden, like, because everybody's gonna be like, "What the fuck just happened?" You yeah. know. So right. then I was like, so that's why we went back, and we and 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 then she, you know, I told her the spots to do it, and then she created all that split, split screen stuff. I love know, that. Like, I I love how that limitation forced that creative solution, and yeah. it, it it paid off. It paid off like yep. the, that that obstacle definitely you you leverage that your you, your your team was able to leverage that yeah for for a really cool and memorable memorable effect mm -hmm. yeah. and this is a case where like you know and i think it works and, and the people who have seen the movie and stuff you know they really like it and, and it work and, and you know credit to her and stuff but this is another case where if it didn't work and be like, you know, I'd, I'd be reading about it on the IMDb comments, <laughs> you know, there he is. I'd like, would like, would look at this fucking. Look at this pretentious, <laughs> pretentious <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, fucking, you know. No, I, 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 appreciate, I appreciated it. For sure. You know, genuinely, that's how it comes about. You know, like, like some of these things where you're, you, you just could, you just, you have no time left, you know, and, and, and people who, who make movies will tell you, like, five hours to do all of that is like zero time at all like you know it was it was like we we it was amazing we finished it but um mm. you know and, but it's credit to the crew again because it's the same crew i always use and stuff and so we're, we're pretty fast and we do you know we're able to create decent stuff you know in a sure. very fast time yeah sure but that's that's how the split screen came that's yeah. awesome cool. yeah <laughs> well yeah um this is procon is... signing out i guess well yeah <laughs> we'll end it here. Um, yeah, and once once again, Ken, thank you enough. Which is, is yeah, this is really thank good. you so much. My pleasure, really, guys. This has been really good.